Hey, let's talk about this guy, Eliashib. You've seen him before in our uh, Devotion 327. We see him named in the days of Eliashib, Joyada, Johanan, and Jadua. That's the guy who spoke with Alexander the Great. The heads of the families of the Levites and the priests were recorded while Darius the Persian ruled. It turns out Eliashib, this guy who's named in chapter 13, was in charge of the storerooms of the temple. And it's revealed in chapter 13, he's related to Tobiah, this guy who has been actively working overtime for two months straight to try to sabotage, sabotage, sabotage the entire construction project. And now that the whole thing is built, Tobiah kind of ingratiates himself with his relative Eliashib and says, you know, you've got that one part of the temple where the priests and the Levites and the worship leaders, they're all, their provisions are kept. Why don't we just kind of rob all of them and just give me that room instead? Because I think I want to stay in the very temple uh, whose construction I violently tried to sabotage repeatedly. And that's what Tobiah does. And then Eliashib's like, we're related, so okay. <laughs> like it's nepotism in the kingdom of God. It's nepotism in the, the literal physical house of God. This guy was the biggest enemy to the whole construction project. Now he's like, no, what? I'm going to live there. And so <laughs> Eliashib goes along with it. But watch Nehemiah's response in verse 6. While all this was happening, I was not in Jerusalem. This is Nehemiah, once again, speaking from his memoirs, recorded as, as conveyed by Ezra. Because I had, I had returned to the king Artaxerxes of Babylon in the 32nd year of his reign. It was only later that I asked for the king, asked the king for a leave of absence so I could return to Jerusalem. Then I discovered the evil that Eliashib had done on behalf of Tobiah by providing him a room in the courts of God's house. I was greatly displeased and threw all of Tobiah's household possessions out of the room. Go Nehemiah. That's not really in the text. That's just in the Jesse Campbell translation. It appears between verses eight and nine. I ordered that the rooms be purified and I had the articles of the house of God restored there, along with the grain offering and frankincense. So Nehemiah cleans house. Tobiah had no business kicking, you know, the provisions for the priests out. Like they, they literally, it was prescribed by God that they should live off of that. The, the, a tenth of what was sacrificed would go to the care of the Levites and the priests and those who made the temple worship possible. And so that's where that was stored. And then Tobiah, of all the rooms in the temple, said, you know what, this one's going to be mine. And then Eliashib was not a faithful minister himself. He was not faithful to do what was asked of God, uh, what he was asked to do. So they've all kind of taken advantage of the fact that Nehemiah is going back to being the king's cupbearer. When Nehemiah hears about this, he, he hightails it, catches an Uber and a plane straight back to Jerusalem and, and uh, gets on starts cracking a whip. And it is, it is brutal, okay? He's throwing all of Tobias' stuff out, okay? Doesn't care if it's from Pottery Barn. Oh, what's this, restoration hardware? It restore this, and he's just throwing everything out, okay? And it looks like a bad breakup. And now he has the room purified, wherein now it's ceremonially clean. It should never have been invaded this way. I think that Tobiah was just an instrument of the enemy. And he had set up shop in the temple where provisions were supposed to be made for the people who cared for, carried out Old Testament acts of worship. We saw some of this in 1 Corinthians chapter nine in the New Testament sense as well. Paul would actually draw upon this same principle that like those who carry out the priestly duties would share, would earn their living from it, would be provided for by it. Now, uh, this was terrible for these priests, these poor Levites. Can you imagine being one of those Levites? It's like, 
Um, excuse me, I'm supposed to live there? <laughs> no, Tobiah lives there. Wasn't Tobiah the guy who tried to kill us? Yeah, he was. This is not right. So I'm glad that Nehemiah showed up. Somebody with some backbone showed up and then Tobiah's stuff is all thrown out. In the New Testament sense, we are the temple, right? You no longer have to worship in Jerusalem or in Samaria. You never had to worship in Samaria to begin with, by the way, the Samaritans were wrong. We love them, but they were wrong. Now you are the temple. So let's apply this in a New Testament sense. We understand it in the Old Testament context. Now we are in the New Testament. So how do we apply our lives to this text? You remember Jesus driving people out of the temple with the, the whip made out of three strands? He's kicking out people who don't belong there. Would you kick out the stuff in your heart that doesn't belong there? Okay, do you hear me? Married husband who has a secret porn habit, you just allowed the devil to just set up a room in your heart. Yeah, but Jesse, I've got it contained. Yeah, there were four walls around Tobiah's quarters too, by the way, but that space he was taking up belonged to somebody else. It was intended for the priests, the Levites, the, the, the worship leaders. Okay, do you hear me? Do you have like some secret shady dealings in your business? Everything else in your life is in order. But you got this one room where you're just like, you know, the devil can move in there, that's fine. All right, like you've forgiven everybody, but you've got this list. I've forgiven everybody, Jesse, except for these four people. <laughs> like you've given the devil a room in the temple of your heart. It is time to sign an eviction notice. <laughs> it is time to kick them out. If you've got spiritual demonic squatters, it is time to throw Tobiah out of the New Testament temple. And that's you. Kick the devil out. That space is meant for the Lord and for the worship of the Lord. And as long as the devil is living in that room, squatting in that Airbnb space, your whole heart's not dedicated to the Lord. Kick him out. Kick the devil out. Don't just repent from most of your sin. That's like being a faithful spouse most of the time. It means you're not faithful. Okay, partial integrity is a lack of integrity. So don't say that your whole heart is dedicated to the Lord. Don't even, you don't even really get to call him Lord if there's a part of you that's rebelling. So kick him out. Kick Tobiah out. Let the Lord back in. Get your integrity back. Okay? Sign your eviction notice. Go. Get to work, kick out the squatters in your heart.